This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Stacey Brandt. Stacey is the Chief Strategy Officer and Chief Marketing Officer for Tampa General Hospital, TGH. TGH is a magnificent institution. We're really going to focus today on two questions with Stacey. One, what does TGH look like five years from now or so? And two, what are three traits she expects from great leaders? Stacey, let me just tee up on the first question. You're a great leader. Without further introduction, what does TGH look like five years from now? Right now, I know a lead institution and a magnificent safety net institution, not an easy double effort. What does it look like five to seven years from now? Yeah, I really think that the strategy here at Tampa General, it's, it's really staying true to our core. So you mentioned the fact that we're a large um, academic medical center, over a thousand beds, and we really do a lot of high acuity tertiary and quaternary care, um, as, as well as, you know, all of the other procedures and, and medical care that's necessary. But one of the things that we really are, that really differentiates us is around that high acuity kind of rare and complex work. So staying true to our core and thinking about that and how do we really do that and do it really well. So that's really kind of where we're focused um, in, in, in a couple of different ways. So first of all, one of the big focuses is really around care coordination. So we're, we're really not in the health and wellness business, we're really in the care coordination business. So making sure that we are taking care of our patients um, longitudinally throughout their healthcare journey and that that coordination is there. Um, and, and some of that takes place in the form of actual navigation and having navigators who help our patients through the system and through their healthcare needs and their healthcare journey. Um, and, and so really kind of proliferating that and building that out a little bit more. We've started that now. We've got a, a facility where we've got a, a nurse navigator and that nurse's role, it really is to be that hand for the community and help them kind of coordinate through their system and whatever their needs are, helping them to get to where they need to be, making it really kind of an easy and seamless experience for them. So we really think that that's one of the um, the ways in which we should should partner with our community members and our patients and take care of them. So proliferating that a little bit more. And then the second part yeah, but around- I think that's a, But I think mm -hmm. that's a brilliant thought though on care coordination business. So much of what's lacking in healthcare, there are so many magnificent clinicians, there are so many great providers, and we need more of them, of course. We really do, and we're going to see them. But one of the sore spots and the big gifts is this navigation and care coordination process. So, so I love that perspective that that's one of the core, core goals. Let me let you carry on, Stacey. Sorry. Sure. And then, and actually, it's done very well. So we we've been able to help many patients throughout that that process, and it, it it is something that's you know foreign to patients. They don't quite understand how to navigate it. So having that helping hand really has helped them. And um and and so kind of going a little bit deeper around that and and making that something that really is a part of the the core fabric of of the organization. The other area is really around um, expansion. So. We see Tampa General as the state's hospital. So we're located in Tampa, Florida, but we really, again, because of those high acuity services that we provide, really are the state's hospital. So we're pulling patients from all over the state, not just here in, in Tampa. And the way in which that we're, we're beginning to do that even more broadly is through an, an asset late kind of model. And so instead of us putting you know, a number of big hospitals out in the community and across different regions. We really think the way to do this is through partnerships 
through physician alignment and through um, this sort of asset light um, model. So we've proliferated our market um, and, and our assets. We Back in 2018, we had about 17 locations, and we've been able to expand that to over 54 uh, now. And that has been done through, like I said, partnerships. And we, we partnered with an urgent care company that was, you know, very well established and very high quality. So partnering with them to be a part of that and expand, partnering with Tower Radiology, which is an imaging um, organization here. So partnering with them to to come together more formally and, and put our services in those sites and expand that way. And then also through expanding uh, some of our clinics, so some of our primary clinics, but then looking at where specialty care is needed. So it's kind of that hub and spoke model, putting our specialty clinics out in areas away from the hospital so that they're easy to access for patients who would need to come to the hospital for some of that higher acuity care. And then on the physician alignment piece, it's really working with the physicians in the community and even across the other regions. So we expanded um, over onto the other coast of the state and really through physician alignment. So working with other um, practices who wanted to partner with us and we can bring them into our system, they can stay there. They can provide all of the care to the patients in that community pre and post procedure. But if there's something that's not available in that community, we can seamlessly take the patients over here, provide them with that service, and then get them back to their care providers you know, close to home so that they can recover and then receive all of their follow-up care there. And again, it's in this coordinated fashion where they're not getting lost in the system. We're coordinating all of their care we are working with an uh, what we call our healthcare ambassador, who really kind of helps shepherd them through the process to come over and make it really seamless and easy for them. So it's it, and, and again that really ties back into sort of um, making it easy for patients and consumers to not hit barriers to entry, to be able to get into our system, um, and to be able to seamlessly work their way through it, and we can help them along the way. So, but, but I think that's also brilliant, leveraging the system of the Transcend TGA, Stanford General, w without sort of um, encumbering yourself with huge amounts of debt and assets. So the asset less light approach, right. which clearly, at least in, in the world today, is the approach that is favored uh, to move in that direction. It's only favored in healthcare, but it's been favored in other industries as the model to move into. And so it, this combination of care coordination and the asset light expansion is, is brilliant. Give us a minute, two minutes on three traits you expect from a great leader today. What are traits you expect from a great leader? You, you happen to have one at TGH and, and John Chorus, but what are three traits in general you expect from great leaders today? Yeah, I do. And I think it's all about supporting your team, empowering your team, and encouraging your team. So when I say supporting your team, it's really about understanding um, the needs of your team members and how you can help them, give them the resources that ne they need in order to be the best versions of themselves. So how do you build them up? How do you hear them, hear what their pain points are, help them become you know, better leaders within the organizations, better team members in the organization? So really kind of having that listening, empathetic, understanding them, and helping them get to where they want to be so that they can be the best versions of themselves. I think it's about empowering them as well. So when you have a great team, and I really think it's important not to be afraid to surround yourself with a great team. You know, a lot of us have 
egos that get in the way sometimes. And it's important to kind of put that down and realize that you can't do everything. You've got to have support and help and you've got to empower your team to do, to do just that, to help you and support you because that just overall benefits them and it benefits the organization. So really empowering them, you know, giving them the runway that they need to, to go and try things, to learn and to develop and to grow, but to be there and be supportive of them along the way and then encourage them. I really think it's important to recognize you know, a job well done, reward, recognize often, praise them often, um, give them the encouragement they need in order to be successful and to feel valued and, and like they're doing something that's really impactful to the organization and to be into the part of the team. So I, I, those are my three things that I really, um, from a leadership perspective, feel are very important and core to, to that. Stacy, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts on, with us today. I love your thoughts on leadership. I love this thoughts. The real focus of the next five, seven years is how do we expand what we're doing? How do we improve our care creation? How do we get better and stronger in sort of with largely an asset light perspective versus having to own every brick and mortar, every other piece that, that, that often gets in the way of being able to provide the best care where it's needed and how it's needed. So I, I love the strategic imperative and thoughts from you today, Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join us on the Veterans Healthcare Podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure as always.